and let's roll out. Roll out, roll out, roll out, let's roll out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Food, Fitness, and Fun with that guy, Dre. What's good, y'all? And I am JD. So we're going to start, as usual, with our sponsored by section. This is something I got from a local diner that's very popular out here where I live. And this dish is called Market Hash. It's basically like a warm salad with eggs and multi-grain toast on the side. It had uh, eggs, any style, kale, uh, green bell peppers, onions, tomatoes, broccoli. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something too. Oh, mushrooms. And then that was sitting on top of seasoned oven roasted potatoes. And all of that is topped with mozzarella and goat cheese. This thing was nuts, but it was great. It was like a, a warm salad with eggs and toast. I don't know how else to describe it, but it was great. So I discovered this dish recently. I did not make it. I don't even know if I could make it because it's so fly, but I thought that it was worth a share. And maybe one of y'all want to try to get jiggy with it and put okay. it together on your own. Perfect for the winter. So that was uh, the market hash. Yeah, that was cool. It was really cool. You know what I'm saying? And not, not cool in temperature, but it was cool the way the dish was put together. I'm not a fan of goat cheese. So I took the goat cheese out. Uh, plus, I figured less cheese is probably more healthy anyway. So that's the way I chose to go. So that is the market hash dish. Uh, so now we're going to go straight into fitness. And we're going to be kind of fitness heavy today. Sorry, y'all. But that's where we're at today, especially after taking a week off. We want to make sure that we are bringing you value. So we're going to start with a topic that seems to be hot in the streets. And that is... <laughs> And that is, is 10K steps hard or not? Is it a lot or not? So I, as Dre said last pod, I walk a lot. But I come from the tri-state area. I'm a Brooklyn-born guy. And I'm all over New York and New Jersey. And I walk a lot. Often when I share my stats... People are like, man, you walked 20,000 steps? Damn, you did 25,000 steps and you was in the gym doing strength training? Yo, you're nuts. How do you do it? And I'm like, well, I mean, it's not a lot for me. But then even I know when I was chilling with you a while back, you was like, well, that can be hard to do sometimes, getting 10K, 20K steps in. So the question is, is 10K steps a lot to do on a daily basis? You could weigh in, Dre, and then I'll chime in. Yeah, you know, as like everything else when it comes to exercise, it's all relative. You know, mm -hmm. what might be a lot for somebody else is like nothing. So I think the right. better question is, is it a is it a challenge or mm. is it enough? You see what I'm saying? So as we talked about last time in terms of neat, um, making sure we're doing just like moving around constantly throughout the day. Right. Um, for someone um, based on their age and, and what they can physically do, you know, some people might have some sort of like disability or something. 
you know, maybe 10K is too much. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, yep. But we're talking about averages here. So that 10K comes from an average. You know, uh, some people put studies together and they, you know, cut numbers and came up with an average to say, hey, it seems like if people are doing about 10K in terms of like walking, then they're they're pretty good. You know, it's it's a it's right. an average place to start. But if you know like for yourself, 10K is like nothing because you're always walking, you're always on the move, then you know, for somebody like you to say, hey, I gotta try to hit 20K because 10K, that's nothing. That's not that's not a challenge for me. I do that, you know, before lunch. I'm I'm already getting 10K in. So that's nothing, right? So you got to kind of gauge where you are. You know, for me, um, 10K is not necessarily a lot, but I don't do that much walking because, you know, I don't live in a city like that. The city I live in is a lot of driving mainly, but right. I mostly will get my 10K in via the gym doing cardio or right. um, if I happen to be teaching that day, then I'm doing a lot more walking around. Um, right. But, you know, and then the other thing is, I think it's also important is like how we're counting it, right? Because, you know, you and I discovered like, oh man, we walked the same distance. My Apple Watch is saying A, but your um, Fitbit, your Fitbit is saying B. And so we got to remember these are not accurate things. So you're even trying to get like your average. So it's like, you know, it's not the Bible. It's just like, hey, are you moving around and are you getting about about 10K? It could be, you know, maybe eight um, on one side, maybe 12 on the other side. But, you know, about 10,000 is what you want to go for. The thing is, right. it doesn't necessarily have to be accurate because even if the measurement is inaccurate, it's the same measurement all the time. So... What do I mean? Even if my watch is saying I only move 5,000, but maybe I really move seven, I don't really care about that. I'm trying to make sure that I'm moving. So if I'm seeing that, oh man, I only move 2,000, then rather than me being like, oh, well, the watch ain't right. It's like, well, you know, you was moving more than that the other day. So stick with that inaccurate count but just try to get that count up as much as possible. And then like all exercises, progressively overload, meaning going higher and higher every time you go. That's the way I feel about it. I feel like, hey, as long as you're measuring in some way or another and moving, keep that measurement and see where you are on a daily basis and then incrementally try to move that up, you know, the way we've been talking about. Yeah. I like it. All right. So, yeah, I think that's good. I think that was a great way to to, to summarize. Um, you know, like we said last podcast, the people who are working from home seem to be having a lot of challenges with movement, which makes a lot of sense because you have removed traveling to the office, traveling back home, walking around for lunch, walking around the office. Uh, you know, before maybe you sat a hundred feet away from the bathroom. Maybe you sat 200 feet away from the copy machine where now that that has been largely reduced. 
Uh, so I see that a lot of people who are friends of mine, a lot of people who are even just bumping into me and talking about it. And some of the people who listen to the podcast, they're hitting me and saying like, yo, that's a lot. And it is a lot, as you said, maybe for that person, right? So based on your situation, based on the conditions of your situation, it may be a lot. You know, on average, my Fitbit says nine to 10 miles is 20K steps. I know the average person is not walking 10 miles a day. And I understand that for the average person, that's mind blowing. Because for a lot of people, if you say, hey, let's go for a walk and walk two miles. They're like, "Mm, that's a lot. I don't know if I want to walk two miles, especially if you're not from a walking city like New York or New Jersey. And I know even some parts of New York and New Jersey, they don't walk like that. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that. And that's why I wanted to discuss the topic, because cats who are really into fitness we're doing like you said, right? We're looking at our devices, whether that is a scale, a smart scale, a fitness tracker, a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, whatever. We're constantly looking at these devices and trying to measure our progress. And I understand that the day-to-day person who may not be a fitness head, quote unquote, may not be so concerned with the steps, but they hear these things when they watch you know, shows, um, like what's the show with, with the Kardashian sister? Uh, Chloe Kardashian has a show called, oh, Revenge Body. Uh, there's a show called Revenge Body. (laughs) Uh, there's a show called Revenge Body. Yeah. The premise is basically like, let's say I gained a lot of weight during COVID Mm -hmm. and it's actually predates COVID. This show is kind of old. And, um, it's like, you know, the summer is in three months, right? Which is accurate. Today's March 1st. So it's like the summer's in three months and I have a reunion in July. So they will put me with a personal trainer and a physician and they'll help you get this body and then help you get prepared for this event. So you could kind of show up and be like, ah, look at me. Okay. Yeah, right. motherfuckers. Yeah, I may have heard of that. Um, I may have heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's popular. And sometimes I've even discussed it before on some of my social networks, uh, so, social network platforms. Um, th- that's kind of the premise. But, you know, a lot of times it's more serious than that, right? You find out that there are these underlying issues. Maybe Dre was always heavy as a kid. Maybe Jonathan was always, you know, uh, stress eating, right? So anyway, I'm saying that in these shows, a lot of times when they tell the person, the physician will say, well, let's talk about your diet. Excuse me, not physician, nutritionist. A lot of times the nutritionist will say, okay, let's work on your diet, but also here's a tracker, put this on. And every day I need you to walk at least 10 K steps. I remember at one point I watched like the first two I think it was the first two seasons. I kind of like binge watched it with somebody. And every time they hand cats a tracker, except like the cats who were kind of already in the fitness, they was like, what? 10K steps. I mean, how the hell am I supposed to do that? So, you know, it becomes this journey. So I totally understand people's um, shock right? When they hear yeah. 10K, that's a big number, right? If I said, Drake, can I borrow a dollar? You'd be like, yeah, sure, man. Here's a, here, here's $2. Now if I say, right. oh, Drake, can I borrow 10K? You'd be like, ooh, 10K. Mm, I ain't even got it. And if I did, I, I don't know if I could give it to you. Like, that's a lot. So I get it. 10K is a big number. But 
if you break down the amount, I think that it becomes a little easier, right? Which is why I said the 20K steps in according to my Fitbit is nine to 10 miles. So let's cut that in half, right? Because we're talking about 10K. So 10K, we're talking about four to five miles. Still a large number for someone who's not used to tracking, right? But I think that more and more, we have these devices. You know, my, even recently I got a new phone. My phone carrier was like, oh, because you got a new phone and you upgraded your plan, you can get a, a, a such and such, 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 such and such, such and such and such and such for free. And they're offering me this free fitness tracker, this free smartwatch. And I'm saying that to say, I see that we have more and more of them on. So if you have more, if we as a society are tracking more, then we should do like you said. Let's look at these things consistently and try to incrementally improve. I think that was spot on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, if 10K is a lot to you, that's okay. But I will say you don't have to start at 10K. Yeah. If you know every day you're looking at your tracker and it's saying, oh, well, you're walking 2,000 steps. Okay, well then let's get to 3,000 steps. Let's get to 4,000 steps. Yeah, yeah. If you're a person who drives a lot, yeah, 10K steps is going to be hard as hell to achieve because you're not, you're not walking. So you have to take some of the advice of like what you said last pod, park further, walk a little more, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think 10K is a lot if you apply yourself and like you just said, if you start to track it and incrementally improve. Yeah. Because just like I said a while ago, no one is saying start by benching 300 pounds. We're just saying start where you're at. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Now I was about to say, that's, that's the most important thing. I think the first thing is start tracking, right? Like, don't even worry about 10K or 4K or any K. Just... Are you recording data? Because you can't right. even have the conversation if you're not recording the data, right? With right. anything, whether we're talking steps or strength or even diet, you know what I'm saying? Like right. so many people come, you know, when I talk about diet a lot and they're like, you know, this is good diet. This is bad diet. What I need to do to lose weight. I don't know because you don't really track anything that, that you eat. So we don't have a reference. You know, the first thing is, okay, let's start tracking. So if someone starts tracking, I would say, right. just track your data for a week. Just track it for a week. So it's Monday, um, and on, on Sunday, you're going to see what's your average step count. When you know what your average step count is, then you can start from there. You know, So right. I think what happens is people who don't track, they hear a number, and it sounds like a lot. Yep. But then when they look at their average, they might figure out, oh, I'm only like a thousand, you know, steps away from that. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm only 2000 steps away from that. That's right. That's pretty easy. I could probably get to 10K. It's like probably no problem. Same thing with calories, right? It's like, well, you know, we have these watches. Once once again, they're probably inaccurate. The accuracy is not the point. The point is, right. it's telling you, uh, on average, you burned X amount of calories today. Okay. Mm -hmm. fine. Do you want to do more than that? Or do you want to do less than that? 
So if you say to yourself, man, I want to burn more calories than I than I'm usually burning, then do more things and you'll burn more calories. You know, something as simple as standing up. You know, I'm sure your watch probably does it too. Apple Watch constantly reminds you, hey, stand up, stand up. Things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Standing up takes more calories than sitting down. So absolutely, tracking has to be the first thing. Once you start tracking, then you can start saying what what's a goal you want to accomplish. You know, right. but without the data, how would you know? Good, good question. And I like that advice. And speaking of tracking... Let's talk about something recently that my man, your man, Arnold Schwarzenegger came out and said publicly. Arnold Schwarzenegger said recently that he has been mostly vegan, that's the quote, for the last six years. He's been about 80% vegan. On some days, he'll still have steak or dairy or things of that nature to quote unquote balance things. But he says that he's been about 80% vegan for the last six years and that it was diabetes, right? Or high blood pressure. I want to say it was high blood pressure. And I think I think the thing that you sent me was about his cholesterol being low. All right. So Arnold said he's been mostly vegan for the last six years and that his doctor says his quote unquote bad cholesterol is better than ever. That on paper, it looks like he's a totally different person. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) I know you had some thoughts on that. No, and Um, then let's keep it real. Then you sent it to me and I said, um, you know, listen, whatever, listen, I said, whatever. And the reason why I said, whatever, okay, let's just take it from the beginning. I love Arnold. Who doesn't love Arnold? Everybody loves Arnold. Right. Right. Um, but the reason why I applied with whatever is because. You know, we have this saying now that we all call like controlling the narrative. And that is, you know, to me, it seems like Arnold jumps on whatever bandwagon. And I feel like you're not really having the conversation. So it's like, yeah, your cholesterol was very high when you were young. And I'm sure your diet has something to do with it. But when are you going to talk about the steroids, brother? You know what I'm saying? Right. When you're on steroids your cholesterol goes through the roof. Every bodybuilder will tell you that. And right. my thing is, like I said, I like Arnold. I like what he does. I, he, he popularized the sport of bodybuilding. So, you know, of course right. there were bodybuilders before him, but nobody was more popular than Arnold. But right. I say whatever, because it's like, bro, you're not actually having the real conversation to say, hey, to me, I feel like had the real conversation to be like, yep, my cholesterol was really high. For years, um, because you know, quiet as it's movie kept, time. I've been taking <laughs> steroids since I was 16 years old. That's right. the conversation to have. That's the one I want to listen to. And I'm not and, and right. I'm not saying glorify steroids or anything like that, but to mm-hmm. to have this big orange elephant in the room and never talk about it, to me that's weird. Right. You know, oh yeah, being vegan because he can't. That whole thing that was on Netflix, it was his, him. He was one of the producers. What was that? Um, vegan and sports. I forgot the name of it. Um, oh yeah, I um, didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name. But it was this whole thing about being into sports yet being vegan and how because you're vegan, mm-hmm. it's way more beneficial. 
you know, and then mm-hmm. Arnold was on in, and he said the same thing, you know, my LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, it, you know, has, has never been this great ever since blah, 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 blah. Okay. But you're probably not on like mounds and mounds of steroids like you were when you were, you know, 17, 20, 25, 30, 40 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. when are you going to say, hey, I did all these great things and I had a great m- movie career and I have to give a lot of um, the credit. credit to anabolic steroids. I started using right. them when I was 16. And I just, <laughs> right. yo, I kept moving. But my thing is, yeah, I, he's not going to probably say it because he doesn't want to glorify it. But to me, I feel like that's the whatever for me because it's like, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, if, if one chose to only eat meat, that's the only thing you're going to do. Yeah, you're going to have higher cholesterol than somebody who doesn't eat meat because, yeah, they're not having, you know, they don't have um, those kind of amino acids in their in their blood. So I get that. Right. But to just be like. Oh yeah, and it's all due to me. Like, no. If you would have, you right. could have kept your same diet and got off of steroids, and your body would have went down, and you would have, your cholesterol would have would have went would have became lower. Yeah, I'm interested in that as well. Um, although you're wording it funny and you're very passionate about it, I'm very curious. When did he get off the steroids and what was he at that point, right? So like if he stopped seven years ago, for example, what was he seven years ago compared to now? Because he, I agree that he's, paint, he's painting in broad strokes, right? right? He's not really telling a very detailed story. And yeah, the bandwagon thing is funny. I agree. Even back when we were talking about the vaccines, he made some bold statement about vaccines. So yeah, you know, Arnold is known for one-liners and it seems like that is where he's continuing his legacy. Um, I just thought it was really interesting. I did not know that about the doc. I, I would love to check out the doc. Um, being vegan is something I've dabbled in before. Uh, we we were plant-based for a long time. I'm still plant-based. And um, I just thought it was interesting. That's why I shared it with you because I was like, oh, Dre's dude is championing veganism. And uh, that was the first time I'd ever seen that. So that's why I said it to you. But when you had such a strong response, I said, oh, we might have to talk about this on the pod. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's, it's really important to be able to gauge from where he's at. Now, if he was to come out with the stats and say, hey, listen, at, you know, in whatever, 2012, this was me. And I was doing these things, whether it was steroids or not whatever it was, right? In 2012, I was doing these things. Fast forward to today, these are the things I'm doing and let's compare stat for stat. To me, that's interesting. But to just say like, oh, well, the past six years, I was doing bicep curls and my my biceps are bigger than ever. It's like, okay, but what if your biceps were already big? What if we, what if you've changed things we don't really know, right? You're saying a very broad statement yeah. so yeah i agree with you that there's a lot left out of the and it's story. and it's and it's made to be misleading because yes like everybody in hollywood hollywood itself is about selling illusions and so him being an, say it again <laughs> and him being an actor he is i mean he's one of the best actors not the best actor but 
highest paid. He's he's you know his movies has made millions and millions still to this day. Right, everyone we say yeah he has one liners, but we all know him. We all know yep. his one liners. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right. As soon as you Absolutely. say I'll be back, we know. I don't have to say anything else. You know exactly what right. I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If I say hasta la vista, baby, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's like, right. He is one of the masters of illusion of the of the movie making yep. machine, and so it's yep. deliberately set up to make you think a particular thing. It's like I said last in the last um, podcast we had, you know, prestige is about magic. It's about creating this illusion to make people believe something um, that right. they know doesn't really there. make sense. It's not there. It doesn't really make sense. And so he's one of the masters of that. So right. that's what he does. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. Just like mm-hmm. abracadabra. Now I don't eat. I don't eat meat anymore. Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> my LDL is low. Abracadabra. My, right. my bad cholesterol has never been this great. Uh, abracadabra. Right. All because I've had, I eat carrots now. Come on, right. son. <laughs> Word. That's, that's the way you go with it. Right. And, and right. you know, and I told you, you know, off, off, uh, you know, before we start recording, it's like, that's Pre- why. Right. Pre-pod. Yeah, pre-pod. That's why, like, recently, you know, it's like, man, I have so much more respect for actors or people coming out of Hollywood who actually keep it real, you know? And um, the other thing... So bring up bring up the example. Yeah. Let them know. And so the thing that I want to talk about, you can tell me how you feel about this, brother, is uh, the actor Channing Tatum, you know, Magic Mike 1 and 2, they, yep. they, wanted, they want to do a Magic Mike 3. In fact, they've been wanting to do a Magic Mike 3 for a long time because you know how Hollywood is. It's like keep up, keep with mo- the uh, momentum. You know what I'm saying? Magic Mike yep, 1 was absolutely. dope. Wow, everybody liked that. Magic Mike 2. Oh, even went, listen, let's hurry up. Let's get this Magic Mike 3. But Channing Tatum is like, hold on now. Listen, slow down. Y'all don't understand how hard it is to get in this shape. And, and y'all don't understand how unrealistic it is. It's hard for someone to look like this, right? And you look at his body, it's not super impressive. It's not a body that I would look like and be like, he's on steroids. He doesn't look like that to me. I don't know. I, right. I don't know his, his trainers or anything. But based on what he's right. saying, he sounds like a person that's getting a little bit older and realizing, wow, it's way harder to get in shape now than it was 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And he said yep. something that I thought was, he said a lot of things that was pivotal. He was on a, the Carly, uh, Kelly Clarkson. He's on a Kelly Clarkson okay. show, right? So you can look up, okay. if you YouTube Kelly Clarkson, Channing Tatum, you can see his interview. I suggest everybody take a look at it because it was fun, but it was real. And you can tell Kelly Clarkson, obviously, she's someone who doesn't work out. And I think that people who mm-hmm. really don't work out, they don't really understand that it's not like this. It's not magic. Right. It takes a right. lot of work just to get small changes, right? Just for someone yep. to be like, oh, man, you know, man, I think I want my arms to get bigger. You got to change a lot of stuff now. You know what I mean? Just be like, I just want to put one more pound of muscle on. A lot right. of things got to change. And He's obviously someone who knows that. And what he told mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson was like, no, it's tough. It's not not for so much as tough. It's actually unrealistic. These are unrealistic bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the dieting is so severe that I have to go through. And he went on mm-hmm. to say, I can't see how people with regular nine to five jobs actually work out at all because mm. they pay me millions of dollars to look like this. And it's still hard for me. Mm. And I was like, right. Strong J. Strong J. Strong J. Strong J. Finally, somebody that's coming out of the Hollywood machine is keeping right. it real for a minute. Letting cats know, yo, it's 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 this this working out and or getting a certain look, um, in terms of you know doing it. Quote, even if you chose to use drugs, obviously if you use drugs, it's going to be easier. But if you chose to say, hey, I don't want to put anything in me, I'm just going to like do this naturally. It's tough, man. It's really really tough. And so I really respect the fact that he came out and uh, you know kept it real with cats because. It is a lot of times we do try to get, I think we've had these conversations where we do try to get this Absolutely. this unrealistic look. You know what I'm saying? You have somebody like The Rock, another dude who I respect. I really do like The Rock. But that body that you have is not realistic. That's, right. that's induced by certain supplements. <laughs> <laughs> Which is dope, you know what I mean? Which is dope, whatever. But you got people thinking, "Oh yeah, that's easy," or "or or wow, you made you did a transformation." Like you just took a couple of months and went to the gym for a couple of hours. It's like no, no, it takes a whole lot. And I'm glad he came out and said that. Yeah, no, much respect, much respect to Channing Tatum for that. Uh, I'm not the biggest Channing Tatum fan. But that that I definitely have to respect and applaud um, because it's true. You know, it's it's really true. And um, people do think it's easy. You know, people do think it's easy. Even, you know, when you say things like, hey, I, I go to the gym three times a week or five times a week. People are like, oh, man, that's great. But it's like, yeah, but that shit is hard. Like, that's my biggest struggle is being consistent. I've been working out for years, but staying consistent has been the hardest part you know life happens and there's so many different things going on having a nine to five having children having to travel to you know to work and back you know you just lose so much time and it's really challenging you know yeah you gotta and, you gotta uh, make your own food and all that good shit or or be ready to budget to spend your money on food. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing because you can you can buy food every day, whether it's Uber Eats or at a local spot, right. but then you have to now set that budget right. aside. When I, you know yeah, what, what I mean by that say, is you don't have a chef at home that oh, some that right. that got a list from a from a nutritionist to say, okay, we gotta make sure that Jonathan only eats two thousand calories a day. So what I did was basically set out all his meals. I I emailed the chef and, um, you know, you're just going to stay within this, this calories every day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's, (laughs) it's really challenging. We don't have those things. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard work. You know, I remember at one point I was uh, watching this series that GQ had, and I remember we were talking about it a lot. This was maybe 2018, 2019, and I was sending you clips from different cats that we both like or admire or whatever. And I remember we spoke about this one specific clip about Michael B. Jordan. 
And it was saying how he works out twice a day for about two hours and he only sleeps like four or five hours. And I was like, son, that's crazy. He's like my same age. Maybe I can do that too. And you was like, okay, but what about your nine to five though? I was like, but what about it? He was like, son, he doesn't have a nine to five. Like you have a nine to five. You have to report to every day. That shit is taking up eight to 10 hours of your life. He doesn't have that. That alone gives him a crazy advantage. And I was like, damn, you're right. You are absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? And even sometimes I leave for work and I've got all my gym stuff in my backpack and I'm excited and I'm like, oh yeah, as soon as I get off of work in the morning, I'm heading straight to the gym. And then I get off of work and my energy levels are on empty. And I'm like, I need to go home and sleep because I can't do it. Like there's times I've been on the train and I'm like, as soon as I get off this train, I'm heading to the gym that is one block away and in my neighborhood. And on that train, I knocked out and couldn't even stay awake and almost missed my stop and woke up and said, it's probably better if I take my black ass home. Just can't do it. Yeah, you just can't do it. You're a human being and and we all have, you know, our fuel tanks. And when the fuel tank is low, it's low. You know what I'm saying? And the worst thing you can do is try to, you know, start your car and drive your car when you don't have any gas in it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to just cause mad damage to all your internal organs. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? Like like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. (laughs) Exactly like Wolf of Wall Street, bro. You know, yeah, that's the best. And he's like, I, he's like, officer, I don't understand. I drove home perfectly fine. Like I was fine. Yeah. And then they, they go back and he's fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. up everything. Son, you was done, the, right? The, was, was, oh, oh yeah, just, this way, that the, way. Oh, let me let me back up into somebody right. else. Oh, just, just oh, I hit him. Right. A trail of damage <laughs> all <laughs> down. <of> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's why I feel like the yeah. only movie that I'm like, that's somewhat accurate. Is um Marvel uh the Captain America the first the first adventure joint? And the reason why I say that, because even though yes, it's all fantasy, but how did yep. how did what's um what's his name? Steve Rogers. How did Steve Rogers become Captain America? He Jews, baby bugs, right? Like it's the only movie that's like, yo, this was a kid that had was super skinny. Whatever he was going nowhere, but we put loads of drugs into him and turned him into a superhero. I'm like, well, that's pretty much that's the way it works. (laughs) Like, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, he came out of taking like mad drugs, he was in a crazy amount of pain, he turned into a superhero. Like, that's what happens. It's like you take these drugs, and all of a sudden. Wow, Wolverine, he's so big. How'd he do that? Oh, yeah, chicken, right. broccoli, and rice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So let's have let's talk about a fun topic, which kind of coincides with what we what you just said. Yeah. So for a minute now, we've had on our list uh about to talk about superhero bodies. Yeah. They're very popular as Marvel and DC are continuing to pump out all of this content, all of these movies, all of these shows, we see more and more quote unquote superhero bodies. And 
I think it's important that we discuss that because, you know, you're a very fit guy. Your arms are looking good. You're doing your thing. Yeah. I'm potting. That call has to wait. And uh, I have it on uh, silent, but I see the screen lighting up from my peripheral. Anyway, uh, we see more and more people who look like superheroes. We see Dwayne Johnson, as you mentioned. You know, he's even been putting up videos. Hey, it's two in the morning. I still got three sets left, but I'm finishing my sets. Never give up on your goals. You know, we see Henry Cavill in all of these different roles now looking super jacked. And it is becoming a new normal, so to speak, where we're seeing superheroes not looking like these guys. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're not seeing skinny Adam West anymore. <laughs> We're seeing these huge, super swole people all over our screens. Yeah. And so are our children. Yeah. And that means they're getting these impressions. So I wanted to just discuss, it's kind of fun, kind of not, but you know, I wanted to discuss the superhero body yep. and what it is doing to us as a society, what happens when we see these type of images on a normal basis, because this ain't this ain't Batman the animated series anymore. You know what I'm saying? This ain't Fox, Fox 5 Spider-Man and Rhino is just going through buildings. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wanted to discuss that. Um, and you could, you know, you could spark it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think you have a point, but I think you really, you can't even just look at now. You really got to go back maybe 30 years or so because um, mm-hmm. if you're talking about images given to children, you look at like let's say um, like you okay, like you said okay, Batman from the '60s and the '70s, right? The one that you're wearing right now, it's like oh okay, you know, kind of regular. In fact, we used to call him Fat Man because as the season got on and it became more um, popular, he started eating. You know what I mean? It'd be like right. Adam, like. What's going right. on, bro? Listen, <laughs> right. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm going to order the steak every day. I'm sorry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and so, you know, he kept it real like that. But I remember, and I'm sure you do too, um, when you was coming up, it's like, you, you look at something like old school G.I. Joe. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, they look. You know, they're muscular, but not over-muscular. Something like that. They, they're, like, they're in the military. Like, when you're in the military, you don't, you don't have a choice. You're working out every day. Okay, so yeah. you have a military body. But then you fast forward just a little bit till we start getting to He-Man. And on He-Man, they looked jacked. Not just He-Man. But if you look at the original right. He-Man, everybody on He-Man is like, you know, man of arms, everybody. It's like, yeah, he, man, right. I, I got you, son. Skeletor is buffed. Right. It's like, yo. And during that time, very shortly after that time, you start seeing in bodybuilding competitions, big, giant, huge guys. Because if you go back, and I know you saw the documentary that Arnold mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger did, Pumping Iron, those guys yeah. were big, but they weren't super duper big compared to like 90s bodybuilding. Where they were just like, whoa, like, oh my God, what are these guys taking? So I think that you might, there, there could be, somebody has to study this, a correlation between those 80s cartoons and then those crazy 90s bodies where you, you know, like, yeah, being a he man, being a real man is being 
super enormously big. And, um, right. you know, if you want to be respectable or, or be the hero, this, you have to mm-hmm. look this particular way. And I think that right. that sort of like continued to now where it's just like super freakishly um, unrealistic. And so yep. I think that, you know, you may have a point there that that might have something to do with um, people, especially young people now who are, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, and we have an internet and we have apps and, you know, we have Reddits yep. and stuff like that where people are really experimenting and, you know, at a very young, 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 young age to have that particular look because what the internet is telling people young cats if you look this way like no one wants it's not like back in the 70s or 80s or 90s where it's like look this way and you could win the bodybuilding competition no one cares about that now it's like look this way and you could have ten thousand followers a hundred thousand followers blah 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 you know a million followers And sell snake juice to people, you know what I mean? Whatever the fuck, you know, all kinds of snake oils and whatever. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's where we are now, where it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's become so inundated with all those images that people don't even know what a realistic body is anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, man, you know. Because like you said, like with me, it's like, um, whatever, you know, I get compliments sometimes, sometimes I don't, that's not why I do anything, but I know like, it's hard, you know, for, for the tiny little bit of piece of body that I have, it's hard. Like I'm, I'm exhausted. (laughs) When I come from the gym, I'm like, yo, I'm tired right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Now I like it. I enjoy it. It's my hobby. But, um, you know, for me to, to, to think that, okay, or for someone to think that, oh, yeah, it's just easy. You know, I go in there, do a little half hour and listen to music and play with a resistance band, you know, do some. <laughs> still, yeah, I can't stand seeing those workouts. You know, I see people with these like silly bands and stuff and wrapping it around. That's and, funny. You know, or, or you see people on those same, like I, I see this. Um, on Instagram now, this big, huge guy talking about, yeah, like my girlfriend bought me this thing and it, oh man, it's so great. I'm getting like so many workouts in. It's like a resistance band that you do at home. I'm like, bro, you didn't get that body from using <laughs> that product. You got that body from lifting 200, 300, 350 in the gym. Right. You did not get right. that body by, oh, yeah. Oh, my girlfriend gave me this. This is great. Fuck out of here right. with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hit him with the Ed Lover? You know what I mean? Exactly, son. Come on, son. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, Stop that yeah, shit. It's, it's, it, it is this unrealistic, this. But, um, I mean, that's the way I see it, man. I think that uh, we, I don't know how we're going to, I don't know how, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how we mm-hmm. get to a point of, realism for for people well i think that it comes uh it comes from communication i think things like this podcast things like channing tatum speaking out um and i think we have to show our children 
what's what? You know what I'm saying? It's like, even some of the biggest stars, like we've spoken about here, they are don't they don't look like that twenty four seven. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've seen Aquaman. Uh, I don't know his real name, but we've seen Aquaman with the gut and the dad bod. Right. We've also seen him shredded and swole. Right. We've seen Vin Diesel mad times. Like, I don't care what I look like because I'm not filming. So, yeah, I look pregnant and my wife is pregnant. We eat all the same stuff and I don't work out because I'm rocking out with my wife. Yo, fuck that. And and, and I appreciate him for keeping it real. And I'm on my yacht right now. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I'm on my yacht looking pregnant. Right. I earned it. With my pregnant wife. Right. I earned yeah. the right to not work out for two months. And chill on yeah. my yacht with my kids and my wife. Right. Thank you. I'm sorry. And, and when it's time for when it's time for Fast and Furious 97, I'll get back in shape. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Then I'll be chiseled by the <laughs> yeah, gods yeah, again. It's easy. You know it's so easy. Right. But until then, I'm going to be wildin'. So, and even again, Hugh Jackman, right? Cats are always asking him about being Wolverine. And he'll he'll keep it real. He's like, y'all see me? <laughs> you know I'm not filming for Wolverine. Look at how I look. Right, and 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 I and so he's like he's like, but I do, but I do have this new play on Broadway y'all could check out. And it's like I'm not gonna put my body through that again. Like the the amount of uh, yes, because and people get mad at me when I say because it's like yeah, I know it's not just drugs. I know you have to put a lot of time in the gym too, and I, yeah, and you course. do have to eat right. So it's a three layer cake, but so for somebody you know, obviously of his age, he's about my age or whatever. It's like yo. I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not interested in that. You know what I'm saying? I'm an right. actor. I played that role. I never told you guys that I'm Wolverine. <laughs> I played the role for like 20 years. It was right. fun. But and I'm done. The, what I have to put my body through to get that right. look, for me at this point, it's not worth it. And that's what Channing Tatum is saying. You know, he's like, yo, like I'm getting a little bit older. So it's a lot for me to put my body through that to be magic Mike for y'all. You know what I mean? Like right. it's a good payday. Obviously if, if, right. if, you know, if Wolverine, if he wanted to be Wolverine again, Oh, they're going to pay him right. They're going to pay him lovely. But he has to say, Absolutely. how much money do I need though? I'm, I'm good. I'm comfortable. Right. I, I could, right. I could act in other roles. You know, I have skills. Right. You know? Yeah, and I love that about Hugh Jackman specifically. Yeah. He, he do that all the time. They're like, so so. there's a new Marvel movie coming out, and the rumor is that you, he's like, okay, do you see, but do you see me? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not Marvel ready, but I do have this new play. Actually, I just directed this play. You know, um, Broadway's opening back up. You might see me there before you see me as Wolverine. Yeah. Like, yeah, my favorite thing with Hugh Jackman was he had just wrapped up with... Wolverine, right? It it would it had uh-huh. it, it was about to be released about another few days. And he goes on Instagram or whatever, one of these things, you know, with his phone doing a selfie. Doesn't say much. He's just in his kitchen, pulls out a big pizza and just like That's it, baby. Filming is over. I get to eat, I get to live now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Give me the give me the stuffed crust. Right. Like, yo, I'll put the pepperonis and he's just standing there eating a pizza. Like, listen, it's, it's over. Good now. But that's something that we yeah. that's something that we talk about here. It's like like we said, in the 70s, 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s, when it was mm-hmm. when it was doing that pumping iron at Arnold days, they had a certain way that they look, and the moment right. the show was over, it's like I ain't gotta look like this no more. 
I'm going right. to go have some fun. I'm going to be a human being. I'm going to be a real person. That person on the stage is not a real person. That's an illusion. You know, and I think we've sold the illusion so much that people think the illusion yep. is the reality. Um, yes. And so, yeah, you're yes. right. I do like the communication that Channing Tatum and people like that who are saying, no, that's yeah. that's not realistic. That's yeah. And I think that we have to highlight more of those people. We need to we need to show our kid. Hey, you see Hawkeye. You see how he had to, like, bandage himself up. See how he's just some regular ass dude. Yeah, that's that's a that's a superhero too. Yeah. Oh, you see Tony Stark? He walks inside this armored ass suit. Right. Yeah, that's that's how it really is. You know what I'm saying? You, oh, you, you like Loki? Yeah, he's crazy. Loki has zero muscle. Like he's just some slim dude with magical powers or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I think that communication is important because it's very easy to see this l- literally larger than life being and be like, "Oh, wow." That's super fly. I need to look like that. Right. Right. And, and and I also said, I think it goes beyond looks because what I see on the on the on the Instagrams and shit is now it's not just looking a certain ways, also being able to do these like weird fitness tricks <laughs> that yeah. people come up with. It's like, oh, I could do the one-handed thing and um have with my other hand type my emails i don't know like weird, all kind of weird fitness it's a circus yes it's a it's a complete circus and it also says that thing like oh yeah like being in shape that's done now you got to be able to do these weird fitness tricks as well where it's like those are going to hurt you like don't yeah it's like the circus when i was young we used to go to ringling brothers barnum and bailey and at first, it was like, oh, well, they could put him in a cage with lions and tigers, and the, and the lions and tigers won't eat won't eat them. They'll listen to them. And for a few years, that was hot. You know, that was cool. And then we was like, all right, but we're going to see that same guy with the lions and tigers again? And they was like, no, 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 no. But now, not only that, but while they're in there, there's going to be cats going around them on motorcycles. Yeah, remember that? Remember and that? <laughs> not only... Not only will they not be attacked by the lions and tigers, but the cats on the motorcycles are not going to hit the two guys in the middle either. It's crazy. It's wild. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh okay. All, all, right. Right. all right, let me see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me see yeah. that. Then we're gonna, they're gonna, so now yeah, they're gonna light the whole thing on fire. See, see. Right, that was the next one. <laughs> then it was like, and we're gonna just light the whole shit on fire. <laughs> have a blast, and it's like, all right, I'm scared of y'all. Right. So, so yeah, know. you're right. And so now we got this full ring circus and yeah, the, we just got to let cats know, you know, especially people who are in that people who are in, in that factory, you know, who are, who are, yep. who are part of that machine to come out and say, this is not real. You know what I'm saying? On some, on some, you know, the illusion is shit. My man was just right. like, Hey, um, all of you guys, you know, I know y'all thought that there were ghosts and shit coming around. I was controlling them. It's all a trick, okay? Psych. You can go on right. now. You don't have to actually. It's a trick, right? right. And you talk to the then he talk to the cop at the same time. Okay, you, are we done? I just told him. Right. Right. So you can't right. arrest me for doing false whatever. I just told everyone it's a trick. Right. I'm fooling you. It's an illusion. It's not real. Right. Let's move on. Like, those right. are the most dangerous people. That's why you ain't hear about it. If he would have said right. anything else, like, 
man, I look forward to it. Or he would have said, oh, here's my secret to getting in shape. I do chicken, broccoli, and rice, and I eat, drink two gallons of water. You would have heard about it. The fact that he came out and said the truth, they was like, yeah, just don't. Just, just, shh, shh. Don't report that. Don't report that. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's one of my all-time you know favorites. I mean? Exactly. They would have dictated him. You know, it would have been the end of it. You know That's what I'm it. saying? Like, That's yeah, it. they're not going. They're not going to let people know. They don't want. To, they don't want people to know the truth. They're in the illusion business, and so for someone to say, "This is the way," I mean, just like you know. I mean, I've referenced it a few times already. It's like, yo, all these all these magic tricks, you know what I'm saying? Like, the moment you tell somebody this is how the trick works, finally people are like, you took the fun out of it. You know what I'm saying? And right. so they're in the business of protecting their secrets, of keeping the right. illusion real in your mind. So right. they don't want actors coming out and being like, this is, or even to be like, hey, um, you see me when I was in that movie? Yeah, I was in horrible shape, but they have great, you know, digital graphic design people that gave me yep. abs and made me look this way. Yep. And, you know, yep. it's just a real conversation. That's what I actually really liked about the movie Shazam. It was, dude was like, oh, I can't, I'm not like Dwayne Johnson and the rest of them. They got to put a suit on me. <laughs> you ever seen him do the interviews? No, I haven't seen it, but I can tell. Oh, uh, go look up. Yeah, in Shazam, he he had like some suit on. You know, he's yeah. a, he's a naturally skinny guy, and it was like, so are you gonna get pumped up for the role? And he was like, no. oh no, I'm not. I'm not good like that. They got to put a suit on me. I was like, yeah, right. Right. You know what I'm saying, put a suit on me. Yeah, let him know he's got this big inflated suit. And the thing about it, it, it fits the role because it looked cartoonish. It looks like a kid, yeah. like a kid would have just made it up in their mind. You know what I'm saying? Great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no doubt. Love it. No doubt. I love it. Yeah. All right, man. We out of here. We gave y'all almost an hour. You know, if you feel differently about the superhero look and the superhero body, let us know. Throw it in the comments. And if you got here, if you got this far into the pod, we appreciate you. If you like this pod, please give us a thumbs up. No matter what platform you're watching it on because they all have rating systems now. Okay. So please show us some love if you like this, if you found value in this. Don't forget to subscribe and maybe share it with a friend. Maybe. That would be nice. Like that would be cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thanks. Yeah. And we out of here. Peace. And let's roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Roll out. Let's roll out.